Section 8 of The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Morgan Scorpion. The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 3 by Robert Burton, Section 8. Partition 3, Section 2, Member 2, Subsection 1. Causes of Heroical Love temperature, full diet, idleness, place, climate, etc. Of all causes the remotest are stars. Ficinus chapter 19 saith they are most prone to this burning lust that have Venus in Leo in their horoscope, when the moon and Venus be mutually aspected, or such as be of Venus's complexion. Plutarch interprets astrologically that tale of Mars and Venus, in whose genitures Mars and Mars are in conjunction. They are commonly lascivious. And if women, queens, as the good wife of Bath confessed in Chaucer, I followed I mine inclination, by virtue of my constellation. But of all those astrological aphorisms which I have ever read, that of Cardan is most memorable, for which, howsoever, he is bitterly censured by Marinus Marcenus, a malapert friar, and some others which he himself suspected, yet methinks it is free, downright, plain, and ingenious. In his eighth geniture, or example, he hath these words of himself. Mars in Marte, and Venus in Venere, dignitatibus, Astidium mihi veneriorum cogitationum praestabunt, ita ut nunquam quiescam, et paulo post, cogitatio veneriorum me torquet perpetuo, et quam facto implere non liquit, aut facisse potentum puduit, cogitatione assidua mentita suum voluptatum, et alibi, ob luna et mercurio dominium et radiorum mixtionium. Profundum fuit ingenium, sed lascivum, ego quae topi libidini deditus et obscenus. So far Cardan of himself. Quod de se fatetur, idio ut utilitatum adverat studiosis hujusque disciplinae, and for this he is traduced by Marcenus, when as in effect he saith no more than what Gregory Nazianum of old to Chilo his scholar. Offerebant se mihi vicende mulieres, quarum precalente elegantia et decore spectabili tentabato mei, integritas pudicitiae, et quidum flagitium vitavi fornicationis, at munditiae virginalis florum arcana cordis cogitatione fordavi, sed ad rem. Aptiores ad masculinam venerum sunt quorum genese venus est in signo masculino, et in Saturni finibus aut oppositione, etc. Ptolemaeus in quadripate plure de his et specialia habet aphorismata, longo procul dubio uso confirmata, et ab experientia multa perfecta, inquit commentator ejus cardanus. Campanella astrologiae liber quatuor caput octo articulis quatuor et quinque insanium amatorium remonstrantia. Multo prae caeteris accumulat aphorismata, quae qui volet 
consulat. Chiromantici et cingulo veneris plevumque conjecturum faciunt, et monte veneris decorum decretis. Taisnerum, Johann di indagine gocienium ceterosque silubet inspicias. Physicians divine wholly from the temperature and complexion. Phlegmatic persons are seldom taken, according to Ficinus' commentaries, chapter 9, naturally melancholy less than they. But once taken, they are never freed, though many are of the opinion, flatuous or hypochondriacal melancholy are most subject of all others to this infirmity. Valescus assigns their strong imagination for a cause. Bodine abundance of wind, Gordonius of seed and spirits, or atomy in the seed, which cause their violent and furious passions. Sanguine thence are soon caught. Young folks most apt to love, and by their good wills, saith Lucian, would have a bout with every one they see. The cult's evil is common to all complexions. Theomestus, a young and lusty gallant, acknowledgeth in the said author all this to be verified in him. I am so amorously given, you may sooner number the sea-sands and snow falling from the skies than my several loves. Cupid had shot all his arrows at me. I am deluded with various desires. One love succeeds another, and that so soon that before one is ended I begin with a second. She that is last is still fairest, and she that is present pleaseth me most. As an hydra's head my loves increase, no Iolaus can help me. Mine eyes are so moist a refuge and sanctuary of love, that they draw all beauties to them and are never satisfied. I am in doubt what fury of Venus this should be. Alas, how have I offended her so to vex me? What Hippolytus am I? What Telchine is my genius? Or is it a natural imperfection, an hereditary passion? Another in Anacreon confesseth that he had twenty sweethearts in Athens at once, fifteen at Corinth, as many at Thebes, at Lesbos, and at Rhodes, twice as many in Iona, thrice in Caria, twenty thousand in all, or, in a word, a phila, panther, etc. Folia arborum omnium si nosti refre cuncta, aut computare arenas in aequore universas, solum meorum amorum te fecero logistam. Canst count the leaves in May or sands in the ocean sea? Then count my loves, I pray. His eyes are like a balance, apt to propend each way, and to be weighed down with every wench's looks. His heart a weathercock, his affection tinder, or naphtha itself, which every fair object, sweet smile, or mistress's favour sets on fire. Guianerus, tract 15, chapter 14, refers all this to the hot temperature of the testicles. Ferrandus, a Frenchman, in his erotique melange, which book came first to my hands after the third edition, to certain atomi in the seed, such as are very spermatic and full of seed. I find the same in Aristotle. Si non seconato semen, cesare tentigines non possunt, as Gaustavinius, his commentator, translates it, for which cause these young men that be strong set, of able bodies, are so subject to it, 
Hercules de Saxonia hath the same words in effect. But most part, I say, such as are aptest to love that are young and lusty, live at ease, stall-fed, free from cares, like cattle in a rank pasture, idle and solitary persons. They must needs, herquitulire, as Gustavinus recites out of Kensorinus. Mens erit apta capi tum cuum laetissima rerum, ut seges in pingui luxuriabit humo. The mind is apt to lust, and hot or cold, as corn luxuriates in a better mould. The place itself makes much wherein we live, the clime, air, and discipline if they concur. In Armisnia, saith Galen, near to Pergamus, thou shalt scarce find an adulterer, but many at Rome, by reason of the delights of the seat. It was that plenty of all things which made Corinth so infamous of old, and the opportunity of the place to entertain those foreign comers. Every day strangers came in, at each gate, from all quarters. In that one temple of Venus a thousand whores did prostitute themselves, as Strabo writes, besides Laius and the rest of better note. All nations resorted thither, as to a school of Venus. Your hot and southern countries are prone to lust, and far more incontinent than those that live in the north, as Bodine discourseth at large, Moles Asiatici. So are Turks, Greeks, Spaniards, Italians, even all that latitude, and in those tracts, such as are more fruitful, plentiful, and delicious, as Valence in Spain, Capua in Italy, Domicilium Luxus, Tully terms it, and, which Hannibal's soldiers can witness, Canopus in Egypt, Sybaris, Phoiakia, Baiae, Cyprus, Lamsacus. In Naples the fruit of the soil and pleasant air enervates their bodies, and alter constitutions. Insomuch that Florus calls it Curtamen Bacchi et Veneris. But Folio admires it. In Italy and Spain they have their stews in every great city, as in Rome, Venice, Florence, wherein, some say, dwell ninety thousand inhabitants, of which ten thousand are courtesans. And yet for all this every gentleman almost hath a peculiar mistress. Fornications, adulteries, are nowhere so common. Urbs est jam tota lupinal. How should a man live honest amongst so many provocations? Now, if vigour of youth, greatness, liberty, I mean, and that impunity of sin which grandees take unto themselves in this kind shall meet, what a gap must it needs open to all manner of vice? With what fury will it rage? For, as Maximus Tyrius the Platonist observes, Libido consecuta cum fuerit materiam improbum et preeruptam locentium, et effrenatum audaciam, etc., what will not lust effect in such persons? For commonly princes and great men make no scruple at all of such matters. But with that whore in Spartian, quicquid libet licet, they think they may do what they list, profess it publicly, and rather brag with Proculus, that writ to a friend of his in Rome, what famous exploits he had done in that kind, than any way be abashed at it. Nicholas Sanders relates of Henry the Eighth, I know not how truly, quod parcas vidit pulcriores quas non concupirit, 
et paucissimas non cocupeeret quas non volarit. He saw very few maids that he did not desire, and desired fewer whom he did not enjoy. Nothing so familiar amongst them, tis most of their business. Sardana Pallas, Messalina, and Joan of Naples are not comparable to meaner men and women. Solomon of old had a thousand concubines, Ahasuerus his eunuchs and keepers, Nero his Tigellinus panders and boards, the Turks, Muscovites, Mogols, Zeriths of Barbary, and Persian Sophies are no whit inferior to them in our time. Delectus fit omnium puellarum toto regno forma praestantiorum, saith Jovius, pro imperatore, et quas ille linquit nobiles habent. They press and muster up wenches as we do soldiers, and have their choice of the rarest beauties their countries can afford. And yet all this cannot keep them from adultery, incest, sodomy, buggery, and such prodigious lusts. We may conclude that if they be young, fortunate, rich, high-fed, and idle withal, it is almost impossible that they should live honest, not rage, and precipitate themselves into these inconveniences of burning lust. Otium et reges prius et beatas, perdidit urbes. Idleness overthrows all. Vacuo pectore regnet amor. Love tyranniseth in an idle person. Amores abundus antifio. If thou hast nothing to do, invidia vel amore miser torque bere. Thou shalt be hailed in pieces with envy, lust, some passion or other. Homines nihil agendo male agere discunt. Tis Aristotle's simile. As match or touchwood takes fire, so doth an idle person love. Quirito aegistus quare sit factus adulter, etc. Why was Aegistus a whoremaster? You need not ask a reason of it. Ismenadora stole Bacco, a woman forced a man, as Aurora did Cephalus. No marvel, saith Plutarch. Luxurians opibus more hominum mulia agit. She was rich, fortunate, and jolly, and doth but as men do in that case, as Jupiter did by Europa, Neptune by Amimone. The poets therefore did well to feign all shepherds' lovers, to give themselves to songs and dalliances, because they lived such idle lives. For love, as Theophrastus defines it, is otiosi animi affectus, an affection of an idle mind, or as Seneca describes it, Juventa gignitor, juxu nutritor, ferius alitor, otioque interlata fortunae bonae. Youth begets it, riot maintains it, idleness nourisheth it, etc., which makes Gordonius the physician, chapter 20, part 2, call this disease the proper passion of nobility. Now if a weak judgment and a strong apprehension do concur, how, saith Hercules de Saxonia, shall they resist? Savonarola appropriates it almost to monks, friars, and religious persons, because they live solitarily, fare daintily, and do nothing. And well he may, for how should they otherwise choose? Diet alone is able to cause it, a rare thing to see a young man or woman that lives idly and fares well, of what condition soever, not to be in love. Alcibiades was still dallying with wanton young women, 
immoderate in his expenses, effeminate in his apparel, ever in love. But why? He was over-delicate in his diet, too frequent and excessive in banquets. Ubicunque securitas, iri libido dominator, lust and security domineer together, as St. Hieromi avereth, all which the wife of Bath in Chaucer freely justifies. For all to sicker, as cold engendereth hail, a liquorish tongue must have a liquorish tail, especially if they shall further it by choice diet, as many times those Sybarites and Phaeaches do, feed liberally, and by their good will eat nothing but lascivious meats. Venus imprimis generosum, legumen, fabus, radices omnium generum bene conditas, et lago piperi aspersus, carduus hortulanus, lactucus, erucus, rapus, porus, caiapas, nucum piciam, amygdales dulces, electuaria, syrupos, succos, cochleus, concas, pisces optime preparatus, aviculus, testiculus animalium, ova, condimenta divisorum generum, moles lectos, pulvinaria, etc., et quicquid ferre medici impotentia rei venereae laboranti prescribunt, hoc quasi dia satirion habent in delitiis, et his dapes multo delicatiores, mulsum, exquisitas et exoticas fruges, aromata, placentas, expressos succos multis feculis variatus, ibsumque vinum suavitate vincentes, et quicquid culina, pharmacopeia, aut quaeque ferre officina subministrare possit et hoc plerumque victum cum se ganiones infarciant, ut ille obcreseda suam, se bulbis et cochleus curavit, etiam ad venerum se parent, et ad hanc plalastrum se excerciant, qui fieri posit, ut non misere deperient, ut non penitus insaniant. A stuans vento cito despuit in libidinum, Hieronymus ait, postprandia, caliruenda quis enim continere se potest, luxuriosa res vinum, fomentum libidinus vocat Augustinus, blandum demonum, Bernardus, lac veneris Aristophanes, non etna, non vesuvius tantis ardoribus estuant, ac juveniles medullae vino plenae, adit Hieronymus, unde ob optimum vinum, Lamascus olim priapo sacco, et venerandi bacche socia apud. Orpheum venus audit, haec si vinum simplex, et per se sumptum prestare posit, nam, quome bacche raptis tui plenum, quem non furorum aecateris expectemus. Gomesius salum enumerat inter ea quae intemstivam libidinum provocare solent, et salatiores fiere foeminus ab isum salis contendit, venerum ideodicunt ab oceano ortam. Unde tot in veneta scortorum milia costint, in promptu causa est, est venus orta mari. Et hinc frita mata salacea oceane conjunx, verbumque fortasse salax a sale effluxit. Mala bacica tantum olum in amoribus prevalerant, 
ut corone ex illis statuae bacche ponerentur cubebus in vino maceratis utunto indi orientales ad venerem excitandum et surex radice africani cine radix eostum effectus habet talisque herbe meminit baptista porta ex india alatae cuius mentionum facit et theophrastus sed infinita his similia apud rasin mastiolum misaldum caterosque medicos occurrent quorum idio mentionum fece nequis imperitio in hoscopulus impingat sed pro virili tanquam sirtes et cautes consulto effugiat end of section eight